It's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Friday, 26th of May, 2016. I'm full of... Oh, no, it's not 2017. I'm so scared, Laura Clark. Hello. <laughs> what are you scared of? Hi, uh, Stu. Well, I don't know about you, but I... The day I fly is the day I fight. Uh, I get tense. I yeah, get angry really well. You do. I bark orders. No, you I are the worst I receive orders somewhere. very well. I attack the postman. No. It's, uh, <laughs> I have I have flight anxiety like you wouldn't... Like, it's a mixture of... Going to this unknown, uncharted land mm. and uh, having to get there via a very dangerous uh, vessel. Uh, well, by very but dangerous compared to driving, it's not. But um, yeah, but, you know but what? also, sorry, no, you go, you go. Oh, it's just say, Even though, even when you're hurtling down the runway at 400 k's, yeah. and you take off, and you can still see the the look on people's faces below you as you, they wave yeah. off the plane. Yeah, that that little interim between takeoff. And he like I'd rather beat thirty two thousand feet. You right. know? Yeah. Once yeah, you're yeah. up there, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what can you do? But I, I think yeah. the, the takeoff and landing, yeah. which most people would agree with, is the, the hairiest parts. But yeah. there are also the bits where you can see the ground. Yeah. Um, you can imagine because the, the the engines are under strain. You can imagine them blowing up. Yeah. Or, oh, you don't, know, don't, um, don't don't don't. Well, you know that I have see, but you don't actually when you're up in the sky, you don't have a problem. No, 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 I don't. No, because yeah. that's when they start. Oh, Can you turn that off, please? No, yeah. Um, because they start serving so uh, desperate alcohol. for that to happen. <laughs> you're so high fiving yourself in your brain right now. I am not. <laughs> now the thing is, um, uh, it's, so it's a tense thing, and driving to the airport with myself must be one of life's tests. Oh, mm. yeah, for I'm very sure. Curt. For sure. You are Kurt. You should. That should have been your name, actually. You are Kurt. Kurt. And also, um, I don't know that that having that. Remember, we we talked once before about the thing where people cry on planes a lot, so they play lots of sad movies, and they're not sure mm. what it is about the physiological. It might be the low, lower oxygen, or the higher up you are, or the whatever. Or just that thing of like, eek, this is not my usual deal. And but but people cry, you know, people cry in the old cliches, Meg Ryan movies, but whatever, um, a lot more easily, and they want to watch them a lot more easily. I love those sort of films on a plane, though, and no, I don't cry. Oh, same. You know, yeah, um, same. You know, it's sort of like you're nestled in there. Like we we look. I'll be honest with you. We're we're not flying out to about midnight, so um, I get to. We get to the airport and we'll go to the lounge and have a couple of wines and just get settled in and then you get on board and it's late so you can have a couple of wines and get settled in and then they <laughs> might serve a midnight snack and you have wines. a couple of wines and settle in. <laughs> and then by that stage, you're ready to watch When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, you know? yeah, And totally. then settle in. Yeah. But I heard somebody and I think, again, I'm going to quote my new boyfriend Aziz Ansari, but I, heard, I think it was You could him. do so much better. I was thinking it was him who said, um, I, I have done so much better. <laughs> my, my partner is a very, very that, that excellent not, human being. Yeah, that wasn't a, a, crack, a crack at the jackpot at all. No. But, if you, you know, you have done so much better. And so can you just leave us? Listen. Just stop Aziz, answering his text messages. Aziz Ansari. But he was talking with this other guy. He's such a little dweeb. About um, talking about the... Yeah, and I was talking about some about the dweeb thing the other day, mm. and how when he was in Parks and Rec, I was like, could not be less interested in, like, if you'd said that guy's got another project, I wouldn't have been interested. Yeah. So it's not that he was playing a character on that, but anyway, listen. So he, uh, 
was talking and he said that he gets lots of work done, like lots of creative work done on a plane. Mm. And, I, and, and the other guy agreed with him and I was like, oh, maybe I… Maybe I should but, do that. But yeah, you should. Because it's, see, he said, like, you're locked in thing, you're locked in kind of time and space. There's nothing else really urgent to do. But mm. he said, but there's also this something about that that feeling of like kind of slightly nervous energy and different different environmentness that makes a creative thing mm. um, like easier to do. Or something. I've been thinking I wouldn't mind writing something. Oh, Stu, you should write something. Yeah, Everyone but, should write something. Yeah, but I listen to you and you just poo-poo it um, as far as… What do you mean? Well, like as far as television or films go, like you just got no hope of doing anything. Oh, so what yeah, do you no, do? Do you true. write a stand-up routine no, and then you true. go there and make a monkey of yourself? Like, but then am I at the age now where who cares? Am I at the who? Am yeah, I, I reckon it, you're at who cares, man. So is that like, so really, as far as a, a comedian goes, for instance, yeah. um, like if you would, wanted to be a comedian. Yeah. So this is the age where you should A, either be really successful and flying mm. or B, starting. There's no middle ground. Do you reckon <laughs> no, if, no, if you started young and you're crap uh, or you haven't, you haven't, you're not making the big bucks, you should have given it away? I don't know. Oh, it no, depends sorry, because there are lots something. of… I've just got, I've got a little uh, uh, friend with me in here this morning who, who would refuse to settle without… Hey! Whoa. Refu- did you hear that? Yes. He just sneezed. Oh. I've got a dog with me doing the podcast because <laughs> he refused to settle without my company. So he's, I think he's we dead. need a photo of the dog today, by the way. Mm. Um, yeah. Look, I think you, lots of people do comedy for different reasons. I know people who do comedy because they like doing comedy and they don't want to be, you know, um, Chris Rock or whatever. They just want to do comedy and they're an accountant most of the time and then they take some time off to do a show because they like doing a show. Like but you can do funny? that or you can do it – for a Don't, reason, or I you mean, can, if you're funny, doesn't that mean you're going to be successful? If you're funny, you're successful. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, if you're funny, you you should be successful um, as a comedian. Well, like it's no. the people that are driven that aren't funny. Don't you think? Yeah, like yeah, people, right. Yeah, like you, you, you see these names, or you see people, and you go, "All right, I'll go and have a look," and you just go. No, totally. No, really, this is stand-up comedy. But do you know what you should do, Stu? If you want to start, make a start now. <clears throat> um. I remember we found this out like in our, one of our old media, uh, when we were on old media back yeah. in the day. Ugh, we found God, out. <laughs> what a long time ago that was. <laughs> anyway, when we were doing that wonderful, um, oh. fulfilling <laughs> and. Uh, hey, guys, now look, I don't have a hey. radio bone in my body, but I'm about to tell you. Hey, hey. Sh- Sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. I actually just tr- was transported sorry. back to sorry, a meeting. No, no Paul, stop that. Stop. See how I used to sleep through those meetings? But <laughs> it must have permeated my subconscious. Listen, hey, so when we were, used to work together in a different world, somebody said, and I've subsequently looked it up and it's true, that the average age of like a first-time novelist mm-hmm. is 40. Okay. So now, it's probably novel. slightly either side of that. But, like, it, you know, like, in other words, y- y- maybe you've been doing stand-up comedy or you've been doing, you know, writing or you've just had a lo- been living your life yeah. and reading books or, in your case, yeah, not so, at all. Yeah, that's the um, thing. <laughs> uh, you, you then, by the time you're 40, yeah. you've lived enough life, you've got enough, you've figured out what you think about stuff and that's when, like, that, that kind of made sense to me. When I heard that, I was like, okay, right. So the whole 
because, you know, your whole life you're in a rush to kind of, particularly if you're doing creative pursuits, you've got to kind of mm. figure out what's the best use of whatever you've got to offer, if indeed it's anything at all, and if that's what you want to do and all that stuff. So you're always trying to figure these things out. But when I heard like, no, writing sort of novels or like, you know, um, prose or whatever, that is something that is something that usually happens later in life. That made me go, okay, that's good. I'm happy about that. Because I think if you start, like you could, you could start doing theatre or comedy or anything. Like if you wanted to, you know, Jeffrey Rush. He Jeff, w- Jay Rush, yep. Jeffrey Rush was a like actor in Melbourne working gig to gig until he basically did Shine, I think. Like, yeah, you know, like, but, but really film. like he was, he was doing profit share La Mama shows and stuff, you know. Is you that profit share La Mama shows? Is that uh, <clears throat> what you get a, what is that? So La Mama is no, a theatre in Melbourne, but I profit share is this thing. Now in theatre, it's, if you ever, here's a little tip to the young, young uh, wannabe thespian slash writer slash theatre person. If anybody ever says to you, oh, come and do the show, <laughs> it's profit share. <laughs> here's a tip, run away. Because oh, right, yeah. the idea is, it's kind of this, it's a, it's a great concept. It's this kind of socialist idea of like we split it, right? So we mm-hmm. all split the, but what happens is that as soon as that happens, there's this scrutiny on like everything and nastiness happens and like decisions have to be made that like it rarely works. Somebody mm. could, will probably try and correct me on this, but I reckon it rarely works as opposed to, so what we would, what I was always taught to do by a genius uh, woman who's no longer with us who taught me a lot about theatre um, at Melbourne University a thousand years ago. She said, you know what to do is, and it's what I'm always telling you about this podcast, expectation management. If you say, we've got a bumper mailbag yeah. <laughs> and then we've got one email mm. um, or if you say, we're going to be in every day this week, don't worry, rain, hail or shine and then you don't turn up the next day, mm-hmm. you you – you're setting yourself up to fail, right? So whereas if you go, okay, so if we were doing this this project and we've got no money, what if we promise everybody a small amount of money? So we promise everyone involved, say, 200 bucks, you know, or whatever. 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then if you earn anything on that. That sounds um, like the uh, Jeffrey Rush La Mama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why, am I, why am I explaining to you? <laughs> about, Jeffrey, oh my much. god hey Stu farrell what? this may be the shortest um podcast uh Uh-oh. and like the most quickly sh- cut short podcast because my computer has just told me it's about to go to sleep and i've got no charger for it hang on a sec you talk i think we're gonna have to go is this wrong this is wrong isn't it all right well uh, so long as my flight doesn't end like uh, this i'm, I'm quite happy so <laughs> Uh, Mr. Farrell, please put down that glass of wine you just settled into because we have to really abort this flight. Now, put down the wine. Laura Clark, how does uh, the good folk at uh, Singapore Airlines send flowers to my family? <laughs> they can find us at stupidlybig.com or stupidlybig on Facebook, on Instagram, on, on iTunes. You can go and uh, find us on iTunes and give us a rating and a review. We really appreciate that. We also really appreciate that it Quick. is so stupid that I've left the cord for this somewhere else and it is not Quick. plugged in. Stu Farrell, will I see you next week? 
week. Well, I'm hoping to do some postcards from them, so if you're up for it, let's do it. Uh, I think expectation management-wise, you're not going to hear from us every day next Twice week. Twice a day. Let's just say that. No. <laughs> okay. Stu Farrell, I will see you at some point. Have a great time in NAM and a good flight. I hope you have a very safe flight. This Come season. on. <laughs> Bye-bye.